Hello everybody. At the end of the room we have our kitchen. Cappuccino machine here. Students practice on the machine. Learn to make cappuccinos and lattes, piccolos, short black and long black. A lot of Aboriginal people wouldn't go near a cappuccino machine. <laughs> and actually we don't drink it. We were never brought up with coffee. It's only just recently we were tea drinkers. I'm Annie Bell Van Oplu. Our hospitality school is Yamadiyan. So Yama means hello and Dinyan means family in my own language. So it means hello family when you come here. No, I've been cooking all my life. I'm from the bush. I've cooked a lot of kangaroo, goanna, yabbies. My name's James Weldon. I'm 20 years old. The place we're at now is Yamadiyan. We're doing a hospitality course. We cook healthy food. We serve, we clean, you learn. I'm from a big family. I've got 15 brothers and eight sisters. When I was younger, I've made some bad decisions. I've been out of custody. I'm in jail at the moment. I'll get out in six weeks. That's why I come to this course, to make my life better. Most of the people in our class are Aboriginal. Boys and girls, mothers, fathers, cousins. My name is Marley Mirabito, I'm 20. My family are Bunjalung from the border of Queensland and New South Wales. I got like pregnant young, I was like 16. He'll be three in December. My grandmother is friends with Annie Beryl. They go way back. So they were like, you have not much to do, so you should go and learn with her. We normally take about 20, but we're lucky if we get 12 to stay, we allow for dropouts. Sometimes they can't cope. When you're ready, you come back. And we've had that happen to one of our young lads. He went away for a year and then he came back and he said, Andy Burrell, I'm ready to be a chef. You know, traditionally, the people who we train would be classified as unemployable. That's what the society has labelled them as. I'm Denny Hall and I manage the... Aboriginal Employment Program. So many young people don't even have a home to live in. One student who we actually got employment for was living in a tree. He had nowhere to live and the tree was safe because it was up off the ground. Okay, everybody, this is our celebrity guest today, Kylie Kwong. Thank you, Annie Beryl. Today we're going to cook a simple Chinese stir-fry. So let's start chopping. My name is Kylie Kwong. My restaurant, Billy Kwong, is in Sydney, Australia. I came across Auntie Beryl's stall at Everly Farmers Markets. She's an Aboriginal elder. She sells Australian bush tucker produce, jams and marmalade. She's got beautiful big hands and long fingers. She's really elegant. She's just got this lovely warmth and wisdom. Bush tucker is what we got off the land. It's a native food. We're introducing it again. You have your fruits, your nuts, your yams, lemon myrtle, barramundi, a fish, real bushy sort of woody flavour to it. Cook it in gum leaves, throw it on an open fire, then it'll cook in its own oils. Kangaroo stir-fry, kangaroo fillet, you can stuff it with mushrooms. We also have emu prosciutto now, so we're getting really clever. (laughs) But my totem is an emu, so I don't eat it. It's an animal that we worship. Kangaroo, goannas, dolphins, 
whatever totem your Aboriginal tribe has, where you can't kill, touch or eat. I'm an emu. If I killed an emu, that's like killing my brother, my sister or my mother. You can't eat your totem. My totem is a turtle. My name is Ricardo Golding. My tribe name is Gumbangi. I'm doing a course here, a hospitality course. I'm 17. I just recently finished year 12 at school and I had nothing to do. They just told me about Yama Diang. I'm not that smart, but I'm doing my work. I used to get picked on a lot at school. The sound of my voice, the way I act, I was very afraid to go into class. I missed out on a lot of lessons. Yeah, the cooking part I really liked the most. The biggest thing our students or anybody has to deal with is their self-confidence and that they can do it. When I was growing up, it was limited. I grew up on a, a reservation. My mum died when I was 14 years of age. My aunt had seven of her own children, didn't want to separate us. So there was 17 of us. We were just all in a shack, four in the bed. <laughs> but I always said that I would learn to read and write because my oldest said that I needed to do that, and I did. I came to Sydney when I was 16 and got a job as a nanny. Finally got an education at 31 years of age. From the day the first ships arrived, the foreigners brought with them enormous challenges to the country. People lived in tolerance of each other until people's resources were threatened. The Aboriginal people's resources were threatened because their natural hunting grounds were taken over by farmers who their resources were then threatened when Aboriginal people came to get some of the harvest or to kill a beast. You just had a cultural clash but like all humans, everybody was just trying to eat. Yeah, I just love cooking. I love the smell. When I get out and stay out of trouble, I want to be a chef. We're looking at James going up into the Northern Territory, becoming an apprentice chef up there. I know James will be a success because his heart's in it. At the end of the day, it's James's journey now, once he leaves here. But... We're only a phone call away, because that's what Yama's all about. We're always going to be there as part of his journey. <laughs> <laughs>